0: First episode of the uh, SHS Newspaper podcast, local in-house studio. Thank you, Mr. Havener, for providing us. Lovely space. Wonderful, wonderful studio. Got Ethan and Kevin on the mic, both Sir. the seniors. First year newspaper, could be happier. Today we got a little interesting topic for you guys. We're talking about coaching in high school. I know I don't know how many of you guys have played sports of any kind or on the debate team or whatnot, speech team, but today we're going to talk about how we think the coaching system should evolve. Um, started off with coaches don't get paid a lot. They get paid what, less than $5,000 a year for a lot of hours. It's it's kind of ridiculous in my opinion. Uh, Can you any insight on that? Yeah, I'd
1: say, I'd say our coaches, uh, they just, yeah, for sure, they don't get paid enough. And honestly, I think a, a lot of coaches aren't looking for the salary, honestly. I think that the money that could go towards paying coaches – should instead go to uh, improving our facilities and our our programs because coaches, truthfully, coach because they they like it, they want to see their team grow and see their team win. And I think raising their salary, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's. And in my opinion, I don't, I don't think that's how how we should do it. I don't think that's the right route.
0: Okay, I see what you're going on with that one. My, uh, I'll I'll take the other side on this. Um, Sometimes we get coaches and teams. For instance, uh, let's just say you get a team with a lot of talent. but They're not going anywhere. You can blame a couple of things. You can blame the coaching. You can blame the facilities, or you can blame—I don't know. That's about it. If you can blame. But um, my inti- my my insight is why why would good coaches take all of their time, the countless hours, hundreds of hours that they have to put in. To a team and only get paid five thousand dollars a year. They're making sense on the sense on the hour.
1: Well, uh, here here's my argument to that. If you look down at SHG, who consistently has good sports programs and good sports teams, their coaches are are not getting paid really any any more than the, the coaches here. They are. Uh, they've just developed a culture there. Uh, for example, the football team, the kids kids want to go there. Parents want to have their kids go there to play football. They have the culture. And they have the facilities necessary say, and the coaches love the culture coaches are attracted to a good culture coaches are attracted to um, a school who who is dedicated to their sports programs and i don't i don't think Springfield high exhibits that enough i don't think they show i agree uh, we've got a lot of spirit but as far as not to knock the we're administration we're not, not putting our no, money
0: where our mouth yes
1: yeah, we're not we're not uh and it could be a one eight six thing as well um we just we don't really back our our sports teams like I think we could, we should because truthfully, majority of the the uh, sports programs we have here we we
0: have I mean we have the athletes
1: we have triple the talent triple the athletes that SHG has but SHG and Chatham they continue to put out good teams because they back their sports with money and mm-hmm. and we just don't do that we should we should have. Um, Multiple state winning teams. 100
0: percent, hundred percent.
1: I mean, you you look at our football team this year. Uh, our yeah. freshman quarterback Rashad. I mean, he, he's he's more of an athlete than just about anyone on SHS team. And he's I'd put freshman. him over anybody. Yeah, he, he's a freshman, and and then that's not that's not even including KO Small, Kim Jones, Justin I mean, Bivens. Justin Bivens. guys Taren, bad, Wallace, Taryn Jaques, all, all those guys, Jaques
0: Stewart, Hawkins. All these guys, guys are athletes,
1: freak of nature athletes. Don't. No one on SHG is even close. Those guys, you put those guys at, on the SHG team and put them in those facilities with those coaches, and I they're mean, going the distance. Uh, SHG's winning state every year. That's
0: I agree. Guy. I want to. I want to hop in on this. Um, so my my view, it starts at the top. You got the coaches. They're they're kind of the lead, and they're kind of the ones that drive and the, they build the systems. Like SHG, you talked about them. Those kids have been playing. The reason their football teams are so good, they've been playing together from a young age, and they they, they, they developed those systems early on. Their discipline. Mm-hmm. Their discipline's insane, and that's why they're so good. Because when it comes down to it, like if you look at the Springfield High, SHG football game highlights, where we beat them, 49-41, to 41. you look at Justin Bivens, he gets a hole, and he's burning everybody. Oh, he's he, he, run, he runs between five or six different, their I safeties, or linebackers, and he's beating them.
1: Yeah, he's got four guys on every side of him, and he mm-hmm. comes out of the way. It's, that's just how much... A superior athlete, he really
0: is to those guys. Yeah, and it shouldn't, in my opinion, it shouldn't be a surprise when we beat SHG. It only happened this the first time in nineteen years, and why is that? I think it's because we aren't getting the right systems. Our our kids aren't getting in the right systems. They don't have the facilities. And I think that backing the coaches and putting more of an emphasis on sports by the district and the schools. I think that I think that needs to be done. Just because the kids come to school because of the sports. That's I not agree. that's a fact. You I know being an athlete and talking to a lot of athletes, just going from middle school to high school, I would hear kids talking from different like Grant, Washington, they would talk to each other about where they wanted to go to high school because they wanted to play on those good teams. And that has a that, that is a factor, regardless or not of whether you believe it is, it is a factor.
1: I think I think that all goes back to how we can get those kids and how we can improve our sports. I think it all starts with developing a culture.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: again, you look at SHG SHG isn't known for their education or for their arts. They're known for having consistently good football teams and generally pretty good sports programs and all around. And, and kids want to go play there. Kids want to go play for SHG. And kids don't think of Springfield High and say, man, I want to go play football for Springfield High no, School. They don't think
0: about that for Southeastern for either. Well, no, Southeastern, they turn around with a that's one thing I think we can talk about too the Southeast basketball program. They just got it recently, the past couple of years, a new coach. Yeah, yeah. And that program has gone from, they were a good program, don't get me wrong. They were, and in were competing for City. They were consistently one of the better teams in the uh, CSA locally in Southern Illinois, South of Chicago. But now they're going up to those top tier. They're second in state last year. They were dominating kids, they were dominating teams. And I think that started with their head coach who instilled a lot of discipline and brought a lot to that team.
1: And you know, I think I think again that that proves the point that I don't think it's necessarily how much you pay yeah, the coaches. Mm-hmm. It's how much you give to this to the programs. Those, I agree. those guys, I mean, those coaches get paid just as much as any other coach in District 186, but they've developed a culture there. They 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 make kids want to come play basketball for them. They they make it seem fun to play basketball for that school. And they know what they're doing. They've got it together, and they've developed a system that works. And obviously it's hard to find those coaches if you're not offering the money. The, but,
0: yeah, that's but, why I say offer the money. Not, I'm not talking $45,000 a year just to coach, but I think an increase in pay would draw more of a, a crowd. You'd get more resumes. You're getting more qualified coaches. because Because it is a coach that leads the team, and when you've got coaches that aren't performing there are teams like over historically like over a ten year period where their teams aren't performing, they're not getting any better, you've got to make a change. And I think that's happened sometimes in um, these schools because they don't have the options because they're not offering the money.
1: I, I can agree with that. I think I think
0: I did for me the is not the money is an uh, a tool to get more coaches to come.
1: I, I I I agree with you there. I think I think money is kind of like a boost.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's kind, not, of, like, it's, it's kind yeah. of
1: to get it started. Yeah, Exactly. You pay. Yeah, you you offer that. the money, and you bring in a good head coach. And ha- good head coaches attract good offensive coordinators and and assistant coaches for mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. The sports may be. They want to. They want to work under a good head coach as a good coach themselves. Again, with SHG, Coach Leonard, unbelievable coach. Yeah. And yeah. and people want to people want to work under him. People want to coach kids under him. They have. Un- unbelievable lifting coaches. I mean, on both sides of the Offense ball, defense pro- coaches. Yeah, and, and and it's because people want to work for Derek Linder, or sorry, to Ken, me, Ken Linder. Linder. Yep. and but still, Derek Leonard too. Same thing in right? Rochester, Rochester. Rochester. That's another.
0: That's yeah. another system. When you talk about these programs that excel, they are systems from a young age. These kids are built up in the same system, and I think that's a problem that 186 and public schools have in general. Is because you're drawing from such a large area, it's hard to get kids where they're going in a system from an early age, which is a little bit easier in these smaller communities and, and uh, procreal schools.
1: And it's it's crazy. You, you can see the growth with Rochester.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean,
1: I, I played sports. I, was a, I played four sports in elementary school, and, and everyone in every Rochester was consistently bad. dominant. No, 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 really? elementary school. Oh, no, I'm elementary sorry. school. I'm thinking of, I mean, this yeah, is elementary little school. Little it's not that crazy. But elementary school and early middle school, I mean, Rochester football is kind of a joke.
0: That is true. Uh, yeah.
1: I, when yeah. I used to play Rochester football, I used to think, "Oh, like I wonder gonna how much go we're going to beat them by." Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Maybe we'll win. It was. I wonder if we can beat them by like forty. Mm-hmm. And and you see them develop, and you see them play together, and grow, and go through these these great systems. There's a culture there. The the the, the community around Rochester supports it, and they love it. And same with SHG. These people. Who don't even have kids at SHG have, or alumni or had used to have kids there. They still come to the football games. They still love the program. They're huge fans. And you don't see that with Springfield. You don't see people that, yeah, it's harder to find. There's just not a culture. And I think
0: that that's a larger issue. I think you can take the culture issue into a lot of different areas of our society, um, whether it's schools, economics, justice system, whatever you want to talk about. But I agree. I think culture is a huge part. And I think, Something that we need to work on here at Springfield High is building our culture of sports. Because let's take our swim team exam, for example. Uh, Was it two years ago, three years ago? We had a lot of we had Matthew Knox, Michael Patton, um, Adam Milling, Jude Neller, Gage. What was his last time? He went to Indiana for swimming. Yeah,
1: no. We had
0: all of these amazing athletes on the swimming team, and now, I mean, we've got guys who just want to go there to goof off and have some fun. And and it's that it's that culture. It's not that that expectation of winning, and mm -hmm. I think. For I sure, think we sure. can build on that as a school because guys like Matthew Knox, he's going to Duke. He's going to I mean, Duke. He's
1: a D1 swimmer, a D1 swimmer. And not just any D1 swimmer, school, school, Duke. He goes to our because school. Because he's smart, he's yeah. an
0: athlete, and if we get, we can bring those kids to Springfield High, we're making our school a better place.
1: I mean, he, he goes to our school, and he's this freak swimmer, and he doesn't even swim for our team because the culture's not there.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the program's just not there. It's just
1: not there. and. And that's the thing. We are getting these kids who have potential to be unreal athletes, some of the best in the state, but we don't do anything with it. And, and it's just something's, something's got to be done.
0: And And the, another thing, back with the second installment of our first episode for the Sprinkled High newspaper podcast. We've uh, We've got the mics fixed this
1: time, last time. I was getting picked up by Ethan's mic, but now we I'm gonna all be
0: fixed, a, ready to go. I'm gonna be a lot more
1: clear and concise. So, up
0: where we left off, and we were talking about Matthew Knox and the swim team. The point that I was getting at was that good athletes tend to be good students because they're going they're going for that next level. They want to be in college, and colleges don't want kids that are going to flunk out. They want those they want those prime students and athletes.
1: Yeah, so I mean, Matthew Knox not only is he one of the best swimmers in the area. He is probably one of the best students in the area as oh, well. I, yeah. I mean, Springfield High School continues to just dominate educationally, and he is one of the top students in our class. I mean, these kids that come to play sports, that, that they also are concerned with their education, and, and colleges look at those things, and they know that, so they keep up and they perform well. Not only is this helping our school from the standpoint of just sports in general, but also we are, I mean, from an educational standpoint, Someone just knocked on the door. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, it, students are at, at this age and in college. They're student athletes. It's not just the student part. It's not just the athlete part. And having those good sports teams, I think, is going to bring some of those better student athletes to Springfield High. Like, I'm trying to think, um, people like so like Raven Moore and uh, Serena Bolden at a, a Southeast. If we can attract those track stars, you know, I mean, one, one of them, Serena, going to uh, LSU, and Raven going U of to UVA, uh, I. I think having those excellent student athletes is just building a better community as a whole. I mean, our our track team is—I mean, it's one of our oh, best, dominant.
1: best sports programs. But sure, I mean, Raven and Serena both going here could—I mean, that's the difference between. A yeah, state appearance and not appearing state, something along those lines. But uh, I think how
0: how we develop
1: that culture, mm-hmm.
0: I feel like that's, that's I a, think a big a question conversation. Right now. Yeah, but I definitely think that us bringing a better sports culture to Springfield High, I think is something that I think that's something that would benefit our school more than it would hurt us. And I think going back to the root of the conversation. Getting better coaches, I think that starts with increasing the pay, adding more benefits to the position just to get more resumes in the door. I mean, you look at some of the things we put our money into with the sports programs. I mean, football and basketball
1: get the most money. They get all the money. The basketball team got some money a couple years ago, and they spent it all on a shooting machine, which I've been told by both girl and guy basketball players that they don't even use it. And it was a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's just money right there that could go into developing the team
0: in another way but for some reason I, I don't know. Just, we're just not using the money no, the right. Right. It, Yeah. We need that guidance in those areas to where we're not utilizing the sports programs in the ways that they should be. It's uh, the bylaws be- bill. There. Yeah. Sorry about that. Just slight break. I was saying that we're not utilizing. We're not making the most out of what we have. Cuz well, we don't have. We're not an SHG. We don't have the complex to where we can do just about anything we want. We have. We have. We have resources, and we can. We need to use them in the manner that best benefits our school and our programs. And I feel like that's getting lost. I, I agree, and you
1: see with colleges, and you even see with SHG that also along with successful sports programs. Alumni, they want to donate. They want to give. Oh, you, they sure. want to give you money. They see their school doing well, and that's when they want to get money. Their school's doing bad. It, it just you see it in college. I mean, the, the, the college football teams that are dominant remain dominant. You see it in, and they have the best facilities. You see it for SHG. The, I mean,
0: their alumni donate thousands, and of thousands, thousands of and dollars. For colleges like let's take Michigan for example. Great academic school I think that gets overlooked with just the prominence of its sports programs their football team and their basketball team but Michigan's probably the top business school public business school in the country <ar- yeah. arguably yeah. if not probably I mean I don't even know if there's an possible. argument yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but I'd, I'd say I mean for example we develop a, a solid football cur- program at Springfield um, some of those kids from SHG whose, whose parents are um, just concerned about their their kids' football experience in high school. They send their kids here because they want the best football team. Those people have money. I mean, let's face it, mm-hmm. they have money. They have money. S- Springfield people. I mean, we have a lot of lower income families, and you bring in kids who want to play football here from SHG, and now you're getting you're getting people who have the the money to to give out to give back to the school. And right now, we just we're not doing the right thing. And
0: I don't know what the right thing is. I'm not trying to say I have the answer, but something we 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 we're not here with the answers. We're no. here with the questions and we're trying to start a conversation. Exactly. I think I think that we're what we're both getting at is a better Springfield High is a more well-rounded Springfield High. A Springfield High. Because we already excel in, in academics, academics. Yeah. I mean, and we have a, a, a safe, good, constructive environment for our students. Absolutely. But I think bringing in that aspects of sports and that alumni money, like you've mentioned, is, is part of it. And I think that would just benefit Springfield High more than anything else. And while we're not in a bad state, for instance, our cross-country team just won, got second in state for, like, the, I think, our fourth last year. Like, We have good programs, but I think this is an area we both agree. I think we can agree. I'm sorry. We both agree that this can be improved.
1: I think a lot of the programs we strive in are programs that don't necessarily require uh, top of the line, like nice facilities, facilities and, and, and a lot of money. Yeah, you say that. Like, I mean, a cross country team they can they can go run around the city. We have we have great cross country coaches, great yeah. cross country coaches. Cross country isn't a sport that requires a lot of money, but mm-hmm. but things like football and basketball, I mean, in order to get things going, it, it does, it really mm-hmm. does, and mm-hmm. I think I think we could definitely. Do something different. At least the way we're spending the money.
0: Yeah, and like just kind of thinking back and off the cross country, that's just an example of the athletes we have. Like that's something like you don't need a lot of you don't need resources. You just tell you tell your kids, hey, this is the program. Go out, run, do it, and you're going to perform well. I mean, and our,
1: our football team even is a prime example of the athletes we have. We beat SHG this year. Right. SHG has access to resources that we only yeah. could dr- yeah. we could only dream of. But we still – and these kids these kids have just been developed into top-of-the-line football players over the past four years. But we still mm-hmm. managed to pull out a W because of sheer – like our athletes are just unreal. SHG mm-hmm. could not touch us. And imagine putting that into a system where the kids are properly disciplined and put in top and, – and good facilities to develop as players and good systems. I mean – we would be,
0: we'd be the most dominant team in the state. Yeah, imagine, imagine the reputation that would build for our school. We're already very, we already excel academically. We have kids that go to Ivy League schools. We have kids that are like Matthew going to Duke. Bring it back to that. We have a lot, but we're, we're always we That's something yeah. we gotta strive for is about improve. I mean,
1: improve exactly. I mean, we can't just we can't just be happy with where we're at. Mm-hmm. And, and I would, I mean, without a doubt, academically, we are we're the best school in the area. I mean, oh, yeah. Springfield High School just dominates academically, which is great, and and school is for academics. But it's important to have a well-rounded environment. I mean, we could do even better academically if we started to focus on other th- things. It's it's I mean, it's a chain effect. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's one one thing leads to another, and I think that really is one of the next steps is developing a good sports culture, developing a culture for more. Things other than just doing well
0: on those standardized standardized tests and things along those lines. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think to wrap up, what what we want to see out of Springfield High is we want to see um, an investment almost in the coaching the coaching staff that we have for all of our sports, girls and boys, every platform. We want to see that that change. We want to see something going in that direction to where we are putting more, not necessarily money, just only, but an investment of time and commitment into those sports programs to make our school a more whole and complete unit. And it's not like we're saying that any of the coaches we have now are not
1: fantastic coaches, because we have we have plenty of great coaches at Springfield High School, but allowing them to have the resources to other great coaches and, and facilities, training programs, mm-hmm. all kinds of things along those lines, allows for them to become even better coaches, Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not even necessarily that you have to go go get some. You not to go get a Nick Saban and no, pay him eight million no. dollars a year. Because uh, an average coach at Springfield High School could easily turn into a, a Ken Leonard, a Derek Leonard, mm-hmm. with the right resources. And it really is. It really. I mean, it really is hard to be a good coach when you don't have what you need. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I guess I guess that wraps it up. Um, if you guys are like to hear anything, like like to see us talk about something, please let us know. We would, we would be
0: very glad to speak about any topics you guys are interested in. Pretty open minded individuals, I think we we bring a lot of different perspectives to things. I think bringing in other newspaper people as well, not just we won't be the only ones talking to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll bring in other students. We have a little mm-hmm. few features here and there. Um,
0: but yeah, thank you for tuning in to our first uh, newspaper podcast, hopefully the first of many. And uh, Ethan Kevin, signing off. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>